was born on the 17th of November, Delve into a world of words with books and beyond. A podcast made especially for audiobook lovers. I came into the world as the youngest of five children. I wondered children. what Her Majesty would be like. Fie upon you, limpid one. Why have you taken... Immerse yourself in gripping stories and timeless classics from the comfort of your own personal space. Sun Tzu underlined three points on the context to gain There was initiative. no better wine and not to mention... The Whether you're a bookworm or a casual listener, our carefully curated selection of audiobooks will transport you to new worlds and stir your imagination. Subscribe to Books and Beyond and start your audiobook adventure now on radio.cgtn.com or your favorite podcast app. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable, coming to you from Beijing. I'm Lai Ming. Coming up on today's show, the concept of a 15-minute city is shared in Europe and North America. It is also inspiring new ways of urban planning in China. What would the future of our neighborhood look like if we model our cities after this line of thought? In the months of summer vacation, the tourism industry flourishes as people travel for all kinds of reasons. We take a look at the categories that Internet users have summarized and to find out if there is a secret path to success for the tourism business. And in the weekly segment of Motivational Monday, we will each share a sentence or story that gives us the inspiration we need to conquer the coming week. Now on Roundtable, the idea of a 15-minute life circle behind the latest urban planning philosophy. Uh, first thing first, I mean, what do we uh, take from this idea? I mean, what, is, what does it mean, a 15-minute life circle? Well, it basically means, as its name indicates, is that to build a community where you can pretty much solve your daily necessity within um, a walking distance of 15 minutes. For example, or you can bicycling. go to... Or or, yes. <laughs> so basically, it's not really far away. For example, there are shops that you can buy your groceries. You can get to the salons to do your hair haircuts mm -hmm. or maybe library, parks and finish your workouts within that 15 uh, minute I would say circle, All right. uh, whether you choose to walk or bicycle, at least you don't have to drive. You don't have to, you know, drive one or two hours to go to a completely different place within your city to finish these tasks, do these errands. So it's, I think, a pretty new concept that's been raised since 2016 or 18, depending on which country we're talking about. And now it starts to, a lot of governments start to really notice this concept and really want to build these life circles in their communities within the cities. Yes, actually, in July of 2023, 13 departments, including the Ministry of Commerce and the Ministry of Housing and Urban Rural Development, issued the three-year action plan for comprehensive promotion of urban 15-minute life circles, promoting that by 2025, the comprehensive promotion of such circles should be extended to all eligible cities across the country, facilitating various types of 15-minute life circle construction. Actually, when I was a kid, I feel like, or maybe 
not a kid or just you know a teenager. Okay. I uh, heard the concept of living in the rural areas mm-hmm. or the skirts of a city center, okay. and you have to drive to get your grocery, mm. and you have to drive to the city center to wa- uh, to work. And I find I found that lifestyle quite you know. High end and interesting, <laughs> and you know, very, um, very. Let's say it, it's like living in a movie. And gradually, when I grow up, I realize how expensive and how inconvenient it could be. And I find how privileged to be able to live actually in the city center and to be able to live in such fifteen minute. Life circle, which I didn't know how to name it back then,、mm-hmm. but the idea is that no matter if you have a lot of money to purchase a car or not, actually your basic necessity of living should be met by the designing of the city, by the management of the city, or maybe little ton, and、mm-hmm. that is. I think essentially what this fifteen-minute life circle is about.、Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many ways to look at this issue. Number one, I don't think this should be a new concept because ideally, if you live someplace, you would want to have access to all kinds of commodities and services. I mean, things these should come naturally when people are planning where they live or when authorities are planning、uh, their cities, how to construct them. This should come、uh, rather naturally,、um, but on the other hand, I mean, we only really begin to have the, this kind of problem when we began expanding our cities on a large scale. I mean, if I were still living in the small village where I grew up, I. Naturally, lived in a fifteen-minute circle. I mean, I could walk about five minutes to a nearby drugstore or mom and pop、uh, grocery store to buy stuff, soy sauce, beers, and, and ice cream and stuff. So, <laughs> if I need、uh, something more like clothing or、um, more fancy stuff like slippers and and, and pajamas,、um, it's a ten-minute ride on a bicycle、mm. to downtown to buy stuff. I mean, it's a very small town. That that's that's what we are talking about. But now. We are looking at mega cities. I mean, big cities like Beijing and Shanghai. I mean, they used to be, perhaps they they didn't used to be as big as they are back in the days, but well, we, over the past two decades, we've seen them expanding. I mean, only ten or twenty years ago, people were looking at the three ring, third ring road as if it's the the rural areas. Now <laughs> it's now it's the downtown of downtown. Exactly. So over the past few decades, we've seen cities across the country expanding so fast to a point that、uh, most of us will have to rely on. One means or another to commute to work or to go to the, the most closest、uh, supermarkets or malls to get our needs fulfilled, which is why perhaps authorities and, and people are looking at the living conditions and think, oh, there's something missing here. Exactly. I think, especially when it comes to transportation, if we think about, for example, twenty years ago here in Beijing, if I want to buy, for example, clothes. Uh, I need some clothes. Then I need to go to certain business districts within、mm-hmm. the city, and that sometimes means one or two hours of transportation by bus or by subway. And that is well, it could be fun for some people, for but、children. I think for most most <laughs> others, it's really inconvenient. If, for example, if I just need a T-shirt. And it also adds up a lot of burden to the transport system, considering we are already already handling 
you know, traffic jam on, you know, every day within, especially in city center in Beijing. And it sort of makes sense that the city planners uh, want to shift some of this focus into the communities. For example, if I just need a t-shirt or a pair of slippers, I can get that within my community. I don't have to take the one hour bus to Xidan or some other, <laughs> you know, business district and to go for three hours for a pair of slippers. And I think is one of the reasons why a lot of the big cities around the world, including mm-hmm. Beijing, Shanghai, and also, you know, cities like Melbourne, Paris, they are also looking at the building the 50-minute life circle as a solution to solve their transportation burdens, to, to sort of ease the traffic jams for especially for older cities when in the city center for example in paris they don't have really big wide roads and they only have really small lanes and that could be excruciating when it comes to people want to commute from one spot to another and they have to go through either jammed yourself in a subway train or you'll jam yourself in a line of cars in the city. Yeah, I think that is a really good point because I can certainly see how city planners are shifting or let's say evolving their way of designing the city because if we think about in ancient times here in China, for those of you who are a fan of Mulan, actually there is a very famous poem here in China about Mulan and mm-hmm. there is the line 东市买郡马西市 Basically meaning that you have to, if you want to be a soldier, you have to buy your horse in part of, in the uh, east part of the city. And then you have to buy the horse accessories in Saddle other parts. And, and whips and stuff. Yes, and also you have to buy your weapon on the um, northern, let's see, no, no, the, yes, the northern part of the city. So you there do are realize four the poetry markets. is rhetoric. I am just trying but to say. Fact. It yeah, is it is the fact, the fact that there are different function areas areas in the city. Right, they sure. were desi- designing the city by different function areas right. and by concentrating uh, or let's say attracting th- people or merchants with the same theme in the same market, it certainly helps with local life there. Mm-hmm. And it was one of a very, let's say, popular uh, city designing plan. But now, like Feifei said, we are changing or let's say evolving and the city is also growing and we have to meet our needs in different ways. And one very specific need is that we are not only meeting the needs of the young and very capable people, we're also concentrating on the relatively vulnerable group of people, that is the elderly, people with special needs, and also kids. For those people, maybe they're not very customized or very um, used to this e-commerce way of getting their daily groceries. So they need a fresh food market. Maybe a fresh food market is even better than a supermarket for them. And for those little kids, they cannot travel too far, but they do need a little pocket park or a (laughs) park in the city center so that they can walk around. So these needs are now being met thanks to the very smart city planners. Sure. We've done meeting the basic needs of residents in urban uh, areas. I mean, the uh, the momentum in which we were building and expanding our cities is has been unprecedented. And, and as such, uh, big cities like Beijing and Shanghai, they can accommodate more than 
20 million people. So we we done that in such short period of time, but we did it in a such in such a basic way that uh, we just made sure that people had a place to live. They had all the facilities facilities necessary for them to uh, move around, public transportation and then accommodation and then maybe access to a supermarket and that's it. But now as we talk about a higher quality of life, we think about uh, things in uh, greater detail. I mean, what uh, what are this group of people uh, wanting and what what does this particular group want? I mean, these are uh, real questions and real problems that we're facing on a daily basis. Let's take a closer look at the um, at the concept of 15 minute uh, life cycle. What what do you, what are we talking about? I, I know Fei mentioned uh, earlier slightly about the services and commodities or businesses necessary to form a 15-minute life cycle or 15-minute uh, um, solution to people's needs. Uh, here, I I look at when I look at them, I look at I I see businesses, I see public goods like libraries, museums. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- there's got to be a distinction here, really. Because if you if you study economics, if you believe in the rule of the market and the uh, uh, law of supply and demand, you you would believe that the relevant businesses should naturally grow if there is enough demand for that service. If there's enough people in the community wanting to get a haircut at a relatively affordable price, then there will arise uh, a business uh, provide, providing that service. So are city planners working against the principles of economy when they seek to implement the 15-minute city concept? Well, I don't think so. First of all, there is always this delay in growing something naturally to meet the need and actually having the need in place already. So let's say we all have the need to have a city center park, yet the park is mostly concentrate well uh, constructed by the city or the local government meaning that it won't generate so much profit so yes we would notice that need and that need would be met if we just let it happen and let people announce their need but it will and can be better if we have a group of people doing some research and asking local residents whether or not they need that mm-hmm. so the time let's say delay, I think is the major problem here. And also in order to make the designing of the city a little more scientific, actually there are different ways to meet that need. For example, when it comes to, let's say, um, green areas, when it comes to Let's um, city parks. Of mm-hmm. course, there are the city center parks. Sure, yeah. There are also the pocket parks. And apparently, according to the city planner, the idea is that every uh, 300 meters, you should be able to find something green. Tree, sure, yeah. grass, mm-hmm. something. Okay. And every 500 meters, you should be able to find a little tiny little park. Mm-hmm. And every 1,000 meters, you should be able to find landscapes of certain type of forest. The for- forest does not have to be really large, but it has to be there. So sure. that's the idea. And it's the same thing for um, this five, 15-minute living center that is within the 
diameter of five minutes, there should be certain necessities like a convenience store, for yes. example. Yes, Beijing and, has been doing this. Yes, and for、uh, let's say the distance of ten minutes, maybe you would be able to find a supermarket,、mm-hmm. and for the distance of fifteen minutes, you would be able to find a kindergarten or a hospital、mm-hmm. or, like you said, a library. So the designing, the purpose, and the significance of designing is to meet people's needs before the needs got too, let's say, huge. And hard to meet, say、um, in on the basis that the city is developing really fast, and a lot of different construction and different function zones are already there, maybe occupying the space that you need to actually circle in when you're doing the planning. Right, New Holy makes a great point. In fact, great point. But、uh, the the example of of a garden or public green may not be the best to illustrate the necessity to develop a fifteen minute、uh, life cycle for residents in urban areas. In the sense that、uh, these are public goods,、mm. and no private businesses will be interested in building a. A, a park exactly, but that is, but that is the need we talked about. People、right. need public、uh, gardens, and private sectors would not enter that area. And yet, that's why we are making the plan. This is a good example in the sense that、uh, <laughs> this is something that pri- the private business wouldn't want to touch、mm. for the sake of losing profit. But while Well, as we talk about businesses that private this private sector will want to get into,、mm-hmm. for instance, barber shop,、mm-hmm. like a noodle shop or a grocery store. I mean, in my community, there are three grocery stores, and some of them might have、uh, government backing. Some of some of them might not. I mean, they, it really depends on the location. One is very. Uh, Nichely located into、uh, near the entrance of our community, which is、uh, ver- a great advantage in this location. Others may be、uh, positioned close to a plaza, and, and as such, this may be、uh, some government backing、uh, at work here. So,、um, what I'm trying to say is,、uh, what about private businesses? Like when when the government takes measures to encourage or Uh, subsidize even certain businesses to exist in in a fifteen minute circle. I mean, is it is it really necessary? Is it creating extra supply when there isn't that much demand for that? Well, I think it really. I mean, here is touching on the challenges. For building a fifteen-minute life circle here, and we can see for the reason why, for example, here in China, we are having the Ministry of Commerce actually is sort of taking the 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 prior prior or、uh, the prime responsibility、mm-hmm. for building these life circles around the city is one is how a government can build a flat platform so that private businesses are interested. In making these investments, and I think number one task for the city planner is really to figure out the demography of that community. Right. right.、Um, what kind of groups am I talking to,、mm-hmm. and what sort of businesses should the government introduce to this certain community? For example, in my community, we have a large group of the seniors. And then also a very large group of children. Right. So that means maybe markets or supermarkets would be very po- and restaurants would be very popular here. But you know, building a mall that's very trendy or selling very trendy clothes or fashionable items 
won't be, you know, the primary choice for this community. But if we are talking about a community in the eastern part of Beijing, when a lot of young people are living there, or artists are getting together in this community, then you know, trendy coffee shops or really built for designable、uh, sh- shopper. Stores would be the, the the primary choice for that community to sort of introduce to that, and so I think that's why when we are talking about building these life circles, is really beautiful on the paper, but it still takes time for it to take to become a real reality in the cities. Is to, and also you know the demography can change. Maybe this year we are talking about the majority of the community is the senior group, and then maybe ten years later it changes. It、mm-hmm. changed into something else, and then we need to monitor these changes and to make adjustments when it comes to business as well. And I think that's why also a lot of cities are trying to incorporate intelligence technologies or building the smart city, quote unquote, in building such life circles that they want to monitor these changes and so that they know. When maybe now is the time to introduce certain businesses, and then maybe this is the time to exit certain businesses.、Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like we are work going in circles, but I I just want to repeat repeatedly come back to the consequences and repercussions that may come from introducing such a fifteen minute. Uh, life circle, and especially from、uh, giving out certain subsidies and support to private businesses that may or may not have been necessary to be there in the first place. What I again, another issue that I'm really concerned about is what would this、uh, initiative do to existing、um, businesses? For instance,、um, uh, in my community,、uh, which is.、Um, Uh, very populous and and a lot of lot of people, old people, young people, a lot of them, um, v- very close to the community. There is a there used to be a supermarket. There still is, but when I say there used to be a supermarket, I mean, um, that one has somehow um changed entirely ever since we moved into this community, and this is partly because um because of the. Grocery stores, with or without subsidies、uh, from government, have been put in place. They're being because residents have good access to groceries where they live. They just have to go downstairs, walk one minute, and and there they are. They are able to bargain with the shopkeepers for cheap and affordable vegetables and and other grocery stuff. So as such, they no longer have to visit the supermarket, which is just outside the wall. So as a result, the supermarket will have to upgrade its business. I mean, they have to、uh, consider the loss of older,、uh, older consumers and and young, perhaps children, young kids. They have to appeal to、um, a, perhaps a younger, still supermarket going. Consumers, as such, they have transformed their 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 face entirely. So what I'm what I'm trying to point at is, will this initiative to build a 15-minute life circle affect existing businesses? And if so, what should existing businesses do to accommodate this new change? 
I think your example is certainly debatable, but around my neighborhood area, I think there is a very positive, but really seemingly quite alike example.、Mm-hmm. That is, previously the grocery owners or the business owners are on the street,、mm-hmm. and they have to just. You know,、um, let's say close their business if it's a rainy day. Yeah,、right. But they've been moved into indoor areas.、Mm-hmm. Firstly, people were complaining about having to make changes because nobody likes changes. <laughs> but after the new indoor area is. Um, well constructed, people started to say this is quite a good idea because we can still visit each fresh food market and new fresh food、um, stands can be installed in the indoor areas. Like if you are selling fresh fish, it's hard to sell fish actually on the side of the street.、Mm-hmm. So I would、because、assume just swim away, <laughs> <laughs> and also you do not have the glass tank and stuff. My point here is that yes, nobody likes changes, but most cases. Changes are happening because changes that you do not see are already happening around the area and in the community. And hopefully, in my opinion, the new changes happening in the neighborhood, the new stores happening, the new supermarkets being constructed are just there trying to solve the problems that we didn't see just yet. Right, right. Which is why I think I have been paranoid throughout the show <laughs> to be、uh, concerned about、um, well sudden new measures being introduced to affect the status quo and really、uh, while at the same time improving people's、uh, quality of life in in me- making sure that their needs are met, but also、uh, introducing some disruption to existing businesses. But I think、uh, one thing to take away is from. Even as we talk about this fifteen-minute life cycle, we what we are looking at, we're we're not looking at initiatives to build every neighborhood into the same way. No,、mm-hmm. no, does it? It doesn't have to be this way. Not every neighborhood has to have a cinema. Not every neighborhood has to have three grocery stores. Perhaps <laughs> I mean certainly the、uh, in. When the, this policy is put on the ground,、um, it's really important to study the realities of the location and 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 really do things that are only necessary, that are only needed in the neighborhood. Perhaps、uh, talk to the owner of a supermarket nearby and see if or local residents. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot of surveys and and research that's that are really needed before something、uh, such so beautiful is being. Introduced on a massive scale, you're listening to Roundtable. Coming up in the second half of the show, the tourism business sees a surge in recent months. What are people looking for when they travel, and what businesses can do to attract more curious travelers? Stay with us on Roundtable. <laughs> 